What's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me just tell you a little bit about what the show is about. It's about life in general with the emphasis on relationships. Uh, My friends come on the show and we kiki about whatever the topic is for the week. Um, which is not being enough quality men out there to choose from. And so a question that I have and just want to give you guys some perspective on this week is, you know, are we really portraying or do we encompass the things that we want our mates to have? Are we doing the things that we need to do or putting ourselves in situations to meet the type of men that we want. So today I have a panel of people here to talk about this topic. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with an introduction as far as uh, what it is that I do and what my relationship status is. Um, I'm currently in the Air Force. I am single and I am open to dating. I'm not necessarily dating right now, but I am open to it and I am 32. Um, next, I have Chastity. Chastity, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Chaz. Uh, Coco just had me on a show a couple weeks ago, <laughs> but I am back again <laughs> to kind of talk about another thing that I'm very, uh, very vocal about or just, you know, have a pretty um, wide range of a, of a um, perspective on is, um, is relationships. So I am Chas. I'm 31, um, originally from Chicago, and um, I am currently single, but I am not in the dating market right now. And I guess just a little bit about me and what I do um, professionally. I'm in corporate America. I'm in the automotive industry, and I also um, kind of dibble in, in some side businesses on the side um, from travel to real estate to um, investing. So that's just a little bit about me in a nutshell. Okay. And then next we have John, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, give us some background and what your relationship status is. Uh, I'm John. I'm from Chicago. I'm 34 years old and I am currently single and dating. And that's not exclusive dating, right? You're not exclusively yeah. dating anyone. Correct. Okay. Drea, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Drea. Um, I am 31 years old, a mom to three. I'm a wife. I've been married going on 10 years in June. Um, I work for the VA hospital. Um, I'm the administrative officer of our nursing service. Um, and on the side, I am an aspiring writer. Soon I'll be a New York Times bestseller. Yes, speak that thing into existence. Manifestation, yes. Yes. Okay, Loretta, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Loretta. I'm 35 years old, mom of three. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, uh, D.C. area, so from the DMV. Okay. And, and so- I am exclusively dating someone. Okay, thank you for that. So this week, I'm going to skip doing a hot couple or doing a celebrity news for the week. And I'm just going to jump right into the hot cup of cocoa this week. 
And like I mentioned before, you know, for those of us in our 30s, and I'm sure every woman a part of or every person a part of every age bracket has their issues that they find when it comes to dating. Um, this episode is specifically coming from a 30-something perspective as we are all in our 30s. Um, and basically, we just want to talk about um, what our experiences have been dating, what it is that we are looking for in a mate, and talking about the things that we can do to put ourselves in situations to meet the people that we are wanting to date or possibly make lifelong mates. And so um, I'm going to go ahead and just start it off and talk about the attributes that I would like in a partner. And those attributes would be, or qualities, uh, would be, of course, I want them to be a caring individual, um, a person that's open to basically anything. I don't want a closed-minded person. Um, I would like for him to be successful. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that he has to be like, you know, a CEO type person or like making like a lot of money, but just, ex you know, just successful in what it is that he is doing. And hopefully that he has aspirations and dreams that he is working towards. Um, I also like being able to learn something from the person that I'm with. And so whether that be for me, it would probably be learning, te him teaching me how to be submissive in a way, because mm. I am used to submissive. my own money, <laughs> paying my own bills, not okay. dependent on anybody. So, you know, someone that will allow me to follow his lead. Mm -hmm. um, and also, um, like, I'm interested in real estate and investment. So if there was someone that could, you know, that's learned in those areas, you know, those would be ideal. Um, you know, Chas, you want to go ahead and tell us what qual what attributes you would like for a, you know, in a partner? Yeah. So, so I look at this as not necessarily just things I would like, mm -hmm. but more so, um, non-negotiables right so you gotta have your list of non-negotiables where it's like if they don't have these qualities i actually can't talk to you right so you, i think every woman and every man have to have a certain list of like things that they just won't date a person if they have those things so i do have a list of non-negotiable it's definitely not a long list of course i have likes you know everybody has preferences and likes but um my non-negotiables number one would probably be they have to be spiritual or woke you know they have to be understanding what's going on in this world um you know they don't have to necessarily like be religious they don't have to be christian muslim whatever but they have to to believe in god believe like in the higher power you know live their life in that path you know doing doing you know good deeds for other people being generous believing like in the golden rule believing in karma you know trustworthy all else all those different godlike traits, like they have to exhibit those things. And, you know, they need to be woke. They need to know what's going on. They need to know the system, the matrix. I can't be sending them videos on different things that are going on. And they like, oh, you're this conspiracy theorist. Like, nah, I'm not trying to talk to somebody where I got to convince you that there's a whole program going on right now. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. The second thing that I would probably say 
would be that they need to have leadership capabilities. Like you said, like I need someone that's going to be a leader, be an alpha male and someone that I can actually submit to. That's very, very important to me as an alpha female. So I, I don't have any problem with, with submission, but you have to come correct. Like you have to be someone that I trust and someone that can actually lead me. Um, the third thing I would say would be um, they have to be um, financially stable. That's a must. And they also have to have a mindset where their plans is to be financially free. I don't want to date someone. And this is just me personal. There's nothing wrong with anybody else. But I'm saying from my perspective, I can't be with someone that's they only want to do, you know, do a nine to five, like for the rest of their life. Now, if you're doing it now, that's fine. Everybody's kind of trying to like find their way. But I personally want someone that wants to own something that, that wants to really build generational wealth. So that's important to me. And lastly, but not definitely not least is health conscious. Um, I'm starting this journey of, you know, being vegan, being alkaline, um, you know, taking my herbs, like learning about boosting my immune system, using natural products, like being natural. So it's like, I want someone, they don't have to know everything because I don't know everything. I just started this journey, but they just need to be on that same page as me and like want to do better. So those are my four, four non-negotiables. All right, John. Yeah, I would say that my non-negotiables are, uh, you know, someone that's God-fearing, um, someone that's willing to uh, compromise. I think in a in a long-term relationship, um, compromise is is uh, is is mandatory, and um, someone who is uh, altruistic, someone that's uh, you know has a that's giving, right? Giving like gifting you things or giving like how? Just 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 giving. Period. Yeah. So basically, just giving of time, giving of themselves. Not. Yeah, fun. yeah. Not. I mean, not only to me, but to to other people. You know, just a giving spirit. I, that's what I like. I like that. Okay. And anything else, John? I would say. I mean, that's all I could. Uh, that's all. I mean, those are the ones that come to my mind off top. So physically, you don't have nothing? Because, you know, most men are usually physically driven. They have their non-negotiables physically, more so than I us. I mean, women. I think... So we, you know, we want to know everything. <laughs> I mean, physically, it has to be someone that's physically fit. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's a big deal, I right? Because a lot of yeah. women ain't, aren't fit out here. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my preference. And I usually attract what my preference is. So, I mean, that's not like a non-negotiable on my list, right? Mm. Okay. Okay. Drea? I mean, well, you know, I don't really... I, could, I guess I can say after being married all this time, um, when I got married, I was young. I don't really think that I knew um, exactly what it was I wanted out of a man, a husband. Um, I just knew, like, I loved him. He loved me. It was love. Um, but as I've grown with him and we've gotten older, um, both of us have changed tremendously. So um, I think when I first got with him, I remember somebody asking me, like, how is it? How can you submit to him and how can you follow him? And I'm like, for me, it's easy because, you know, he's a man of God. He's um, somebody he grew up in a church. So he knows the word like for real. Um, he's, you know, heavily rooted in his faith. So to me, it was easy to be able to follow him and just know that he was going to steer me and our family on the right path. Um, and looking back on everything we have accomplished, I can definitely tell that um, 
I guess you could say I made the right decision. Um, but now we're both focused on like leaving a legacy for our children. Um, not just being employees, we both have our own, you know, aspirations, goals. They differ, but then they also coincide. Um, he's somebody that motivates me, pushes me. That's what I wanted for myself. I know that that's what he wanted for himself. Um, and just somebody that'll treat me like an equal, um, not view me as like they doormat or just be that woman that, you know, I'm dragging you along. You gonna do what I say. Like, know that I have a mind of my own, thoughts of my own, and I'm capable of making good decisions for our family. Um, so right now, my expectation is different because I'm not looking at it from a dating perspective. I'm more so looking at it, how will he and I continue to grow together? Like, what are we going to do? Because even when you together with somebody after all these years, like, I still have to work on me. He still has to work on him. Um, because trust me, it has been like a rocky road. And um, I don't really feel like. Yeah, so right now I don't really have like dating expectations. I guess I just have like the growth for me and him that we're continuing to try to push towards to being better spouses, better parents, better, you know, everything. So, yeah. Just, I, I guess have a question for you, Jay. You know, since you're the only married person on this phone, I guess. And, and um, I guess, does that, does those expectations change with the years? Like, do you have certain you know, like, do, do your, does your level of, um, how do I want to say this, what you expect in your husband change? And, and like, do you articulate that to him? Is it like, like, do you guys have planning meetings or like expectation meetings or any type of check-in meetings just to make sure you guys are on the same page, like with one another, I guess, um, communication, like what's that like? Yes. Um, so like I said, 10 years, um, there have been years where we haven't been on the same page. Like I'm operating on this frequency and you're on another. So communication um, is definitely important. Like now with us getting older, we sit down and we talking about everything. Mm -hmm. um, even things like in the beginning that I probably wouldn't have spoke on. Like now I'm vocalizing that. And as well as he, like I expect X, Y, Z from you. And it's been times where I haven't been the best woman, but I've been expecting him to be the best man and vice mm -hmm. versa. So um, it definitely boils down to communication, talking about it. Um, and yeah, they do change because at one point in the marriage, it was just like, okay, you know, you're paying the bills, you're doing this. Okay, I'm happy. But then it's right. like, no, now I really need you to um, like, let us focus. Like we can't just still be out partying and kicking it. Like we, you know, young folks, like we got now, okay, like let's lock in. Let's right. really focus on building. Okay, these kids getting older, they need X, Y, Z. Um, I don't want to be working for the rest of my life. Need to do you like it's the conversation have changed and we both have evolved mm -hmm. tremendously. So yeah. Um, communication is very important on both hands. You know, we all sing it on this line. So right. I think all trying, have aspirations to, to want to get married. So we're going to be leaning on you a lot on this. Call. And even when you get married, it's like, you don't have all the answers. You're still right. learning. Cause like I said, we were both very, very young. Um, we did not really know what the hell we was doing. Um, so, I mean, we still learning, still growing. And I think mm -hmm. even when, when y'all decide to get married, even though it'll be in y'all later ages, y'all going to still be learning and growing with the person mm -hmm. you with. Right. And you just gotta work together. Mm -hmm. All right, Loretta, we ready for you, girl. Girl, non-negotiable. I'm just, you know what? I'm 35. 
I have three kids. I want someone I can grow with. I feel like I've been independent for a long time. So I want someone that can meet me where I'm at and we just move on and grow from here. Like Drea said, legacy. Like Cassidy is so you said I want someone I can trust to be submissive with. That's a lot. Yeah. A strong black woman. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I don't know that I have a list, but definitely I want someone I feel comfortable with that I can be vulnerable, someone I can be submissive with, someone I can grow with. And we're building something together and independently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Okay. So I think for the and and this is including Andrea because as she is, you know, moving through her marriage, she's also trying they're also growing together and figuring out life. Um, it sounds like a common thing that everybody wants is basically, I think communication. Because you need mm-hmm. communication in order to be able to navigate life together, um, which is important for me because I've been in a relationship where there was not communication or maybe we couldn't communicate in, effect, in an effective way in order for us to be on the same page. And um, so that was a rough process to go through, not being able to communicate with somebody and feeling like... For, you know, as a woman, being able to be submissive and allow the man to lead, um, which is important to me because I do believe in God and I do believe that I should follow my husband. But I need you to, I need him to be in a place where he can allow me to follow him because... Mm -hmm. That's one thing. If I don't feel like while we're dating, you have those qualities that that I admire, that I want to follow you, like we can't get married. Mm-hmm. You know I what? Want a leader. <clears throat> Sorry, I want yeah. A leader. yeah, and that like that reminds me. I, I went to this conference a while ago. It was like a Christian um, singles meeting or conference or workshop or something like that. And one thing the lady that kind of taught it, what it it really resonated with me, and like you know stayed with me was that she was like ladies stop dating potential if that man ain't he, not saying that he's where he will always be right now but if you're not comfortable with where he's at in this current state like say he never changes he never gets better he never grows he literally stays the same exact person could you be with that person if that answer is no you need to let him go period and yeah. i don't know that stuck with me like don't date potential like if it gets better, that's great. But that man say the same. I feel like potential is dating someone for potential is something you're doing in your twenties. You know, like at that point, y'all both trying to figure it out. You don't have all your shit together, so it's kind of like at that point, yeah, you are dating for potential. But for me, being in my thirties with a career, you know, I need a like-minded individual. And as we all said, we're not looking to to be working this nine to five or whatever the case may be. Right. My career for damn show ain't for forever. I only got eight more years in this thing. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm giving them. But, you know, I got eight more years and then I need to figure out a whole nother career path. So now that's what I'm working on. Like in eight years, what can I see myself doing? Do I want to still be clocking in or do mm-hmm. I want to be working for myself? And mm-hmm. I don't need no man that's still talking about some you know, I like it's nice to be corporate, 
you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Or to have this military background, but what do you want to do? What is your passion outside of that? But see, to me, that's kind of what throws me because entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It ain't for everybody. It's not. It's not. You can still be successful. Yep. I, I just... And I'm just, I'm playing a little devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. I feel like social media has set this standard that mm-hmm. you have to be your own boss, your own this, and mm-hmm. you can't be successful if you work for somebody else and you making their money. I, I'm definitely for people having their own and doing their own. But when you say like, you, you know, you don't want to be clocking in. So I don't know if I want to be with somebody else that's clocking in. Like, is that a definite deal breaker? Like, is it just, he has to be an entrepreneur or what if he's successful? No, it's, he somebody I would be okay if say he had a corporate job, but was doing something on the side. B-I-N-G-O. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Solely like, oh, my job is my life. That's how I feel too, because this is the thing. I'm not not the corporate job. Huh? That's potential though, isn't it? Like someone who's working a full-time or being an entrepreneur, or just working, and then having a side hustle, that's potential. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, us initially dating, us initially, like, as I'm dating you, I'm not dating you as somebody that's, oh, I'm the, I'm the postman or whatever, and I, I'm not, I don't want a pipe dreamer. I need yeah, to know yeah. what actions. No, exactly, exactly. It needs to be actionable. Yeah, an adult, mature. Yeah, because we're in our 30s now. I mean, like Coco kind of said, um, you know, that was kind of like in your 20s where you could kind of mess around with the pipe dreams just a little bit. But now, Mm -hmm. uh uh-uh, nah. But what what Dre was talking about, Drea, sorry, Andrea, um, he can definitely have a nine to five base, right? But Mm -hmm. you can't pass down a job. Like, that's not legacy. That's not, you know, generational wealth building. So definitely have that income coming in. If, if you know, because if I'm an entrepreneur, that's kind of good to have somebody having some consistent income. But there still needs to be a side business, whether we do it together or you've already started it. Or there needs to be something where we can work on together and or pass down to our kids. Like, I guess that's my biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So multiple streams, multiple streams of income. <laughs> Okay, John, you quiet. What what you thinking? I mean, I, you know, I don't think that uh, the person that I choose, you know, has to have the entrepreneurial independent uh, mindset. You know, I'm, I'm okay if she has a, a corporate job or she has a career, she's on a career track. Um, I've always been, you know, someone that takes a lot of risks, right? And so even when I look at my parents' relationship, you know, my, my mother always had her career and my father, you know, ran businesses. Right. And so I think that it was, uh, I think that it was a, a, a good mix for them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I agree with, I agree with Drea, like that, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, everybody ain't, ain't cut out for that. That ain't, right. that's not, yeah. And, and, and sometimes when you have two people who are entrepreneurs or independent thinking, you know, you can run into a lot of, uh, conflict uh, when it comes to you know finances, right? And so I think finances is is probably one of the biggest things in a relationship, right? And so you 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 got to have some stability there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, somebody, one of us having a corporate job ain't a big ain't a bad thing, but just 
we just need to figure out. And if you're passionate about that job. So that's another thing. If you're working and you're passionate, so say you're a doctor or a nurse or something that you really actually enjoy doing, then that's great. But if it's like a corporate job just for the money, I do, you know, I want you to be happy and to be be allocating your time to things that you, you know, that actually make you happy, that that are your passions, that are your goals. But, you know, still bringing in money in the same time because I know a lot of people like to say money ain't important. It is. That's the that's the root cause of a lot of issues, and I don't want to have money issues in my relationship at all. So, so I so I have uh, I have three older sisters, and one of my sisters is married. And so, what she tells me the most is she's like, "Yo, like, like we're married, but this is like this is a business relationship. Mm-hmm. Like when the business mm-hmm. part isn't right, like the that the marriage part isn't right, right?" And so I, I always look for when I'm seriously dating someone, um, I always look for like, you know, how good are we at, you know, making transactions and making sure that bills are paid and how responsible is this person and what's their credit score and how do they deal with money? Do they, do they you know, spend first and save last or do they save first and, 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 and spend after that, right? So. That's that's something that I, I consider a lot. So I think we're all looking or aspiring to be in a relationship with someone that has things going on for themselves and not necessarily just physical attributes um, to a person. When, you, when you're 30, I think the physical, the list... <laughs> Yeah, you start, you start taking all things off the list. Well, he ain't got to have this. Well, I would like him tall, but you know, I may have to settle for a shorter guy. I feel like you got to really talk and think about that physical, like that physical (laughs) is important. So since we talk about it, like I said, I've been, it'll be 10 years that I've been married in June. So that's Mm -hmm. what we, since we had got back together a year prior to that. So that's, 11 years with this same person like really mm-hmm. visualize this 11 years with this same person mm-hmm. the only person you haven't you've been intimate with you know all of that so even between me I, I in these 11 years I done gave a man three kids so I ain't gonna even lie I done changed okay I ain't right. looking at how I look back in the day right um, so it's to me physical is important because you ain't gonna be able to stay with somebody if you're not sexually attracted to them um mm. on their good days and their bad days um mm. So I don't know, like y'all' point of view on the physical, but if you want Ricky D, if you gonna sleep with this person for the rest of your life, you can't be like, oh well, you know his dick ain't that with it, or you know <laughs> that nature, like <laughs> like that's important. Like, Max, okay. I mean, so when it comes to y'all physical, like what what's y'all deal breakers on that? <laughs> Wait a minute, but this is so important too, not not just for the Now I'm not saying Yes, I'm not saying that looks are not important. Right. Who whoever I decide to be with, I am going to be physically attracted Attracted to to them. Correct. Yeah. But I just know I need to along with that physical attraction, I need to be mentally stimulated as Mm -hmm. well. Yep. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, everything needs to be yeah, all of that. I, I agree yeah. with you on the whole mentally stimulated. Man, that's that's really big for me. Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've 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 dated you know 
somebody that looks like they should be in a magazine a few times and that that don't that don't that usually don't do it for me I'm probably dumb as right? hell. yeah it, it's, it's not a it ain't it, a lot of the times it's it's not a whole lot going on upstairs and what i've come to find out is is that you know people that are like very attractive right like very mm -hmm. attractive people um you know over the long run you know it's hard to keep those people satisfied and happy right mm. you, you have a person that they got that options you, you i mean you they got they they can have options if they're single yeah. but you yeah. have a person that they been, you you have a person that's been given preference since they were a very small child right mm -hmm. and so that yeah. that that gives them a complex now not everybody that's very attractive is like that but people who are very attractive i think over the long call it just it, it's it's a little bit harder to to satisfy, you know, that person's ego, right? Mm -hmm. Or that person or that person's expectation. So I mean, I mean, I'm I still need to be attracted to you, but you know, you ain't gotta look like you're supposed to be in a magazine, right? Mm -hmm. But if I can have both, I mean that'd be, you know, that'd be the bomb best case scenario <laughs> for me. Yeah, that'd be the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I guess to like Dre's question, I, I personally I don't I, the only, I guess, non-negotiable I have physically is, like, I couldn't, I personally couldn't date a guy that was, like, huge, like, super big, you know, eating crazy, like, I couldn't do that. But other than that, I mean, mostly everything I could probably somewhat figure it out, like, short, like, I'm a tall woman, but I, I've, I'm okay with you being short. I prefer a taller man, but I'm not like on a, oh, I can't talk to you. But I hear shorter girls be like, oh, I can't talk to nobody that's not six feet and up. And I'm like, girl, you're five one. Yeah. You're five <laughs> one, boo. Like, I'm here for that six feet and up. <laughs> but I, I never understood that. Like, I'm five Me one either. and I don't want nobody. I got to reach up and pull out. I'm them. five eight. And I'm like, I've dated, I've talked to guys, not dated, but just, you know, talk to guys on dates with guys shorter than me before you know and, and and i wasn't it wasn't a problem it's just what's your attitude are you a boss but yeah the the obese the not being healthy kind of just eating i can't do that like so, that's the so only I, thing i think that would turn me off physically so, so height height to y'all don't really matter everybody's different john because i know some women height is a non-negotiable if this yeah, man was, is not this height all three of my sisters tell me that height is really important yeah, it's so, important to a lot of women. I'm it's sure. So anybody I date is going to be taller than me. I'm 4'11". So, oh, you a midget, girl? <laughs> no, no, no. That's a legal midget. I'm no midget. I'm no midget. <laughs> um, so anybody I date... Just say you five feet, girl. Five feet. But, <laughs> I mean, if I could get... If if I date somebody on the taller spectrum, I'm not going to be like, oh, he's too tall or whatever the case may be. Mm. So, you know... Yeah, Loretta, what about you and the physical attributes you want in a in a man? I want someone, um, someone good looking. No offense, like I think we all want someone, like Drea said, that we're attracted to. So um, good looking. I like um, athletic builds. Um, darker than me. Um. These are I'm like non-negotiables, Loretta, or these are just preferences. No, no, you just said these are no, these are preferences. I think, okay. but they're not non-negotiables. I just like I just want to connect with someone, so that can be beyond physical. Um, 
I just want a connection. And so if you're able to make me laugh and we're able to have intellectual conversations, mm-hmm. then the physical stuff, you become sexier to me. Exactly. That's, that's how I feel too. Yeah. 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 If you can, you, we talking about books and reading and, you know, yeah. history and stuff like that. Like I'm a sapiosexual. So yeah, I will be physically attracted to that person whether they're attractive or not but i mean it is good to to have all like john said if you got someone that's fine and that does all those things i mean sign me up right now i'm 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 in the pool so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. ask you a question is sex important to y'all and so we talked about um non-negotiable and we talked about that video that we watched um, on. What was oh, yeah, I was going to bring it up and uh, play it, play a little bit of it. Oh, so maybe. Uh, but I, I will say sex is important to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not no cheetah, but if it ain't good, like, I'm a definitely not feel the most um, inclined to be with just that one person and if you cannot if we can't get on the same page sexually then we can't be that what's what's the definition of good sex what what is that like <laughs> what is that like you you gotta you gotta have like mind-blowing sex every time you have sex or no because every time ain't gonna be mind-blowing but i think just being i think being open even though I ain't the most openest person out there you know what I'm saying but if I'm open to something or into something I want the other person to be open to if I want to do something and it's not something that they traditionally do or normally do and you know I would like to be open to the things that they're open to or that they like as well um so I think having an environment where you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to be open with that person sexually is important which can hinder a relationship if one party or both parties don't feel safe enough to you know say what it is that they like Mm -hmm. yeah it's important it's very Mm -hmm. important but longevity you ain't gonna get no longevity if y'all don't have that same sexual appetite yeah Um, Chemistry needs to be there for sure. Exactly. Like there needs mm-hmm. to be chemistry. Yeah, I, I would say it just needs to be a chemistry. Like if you have chemistry, I think even if the person is maybe not as big or there's certain things, like if you have chemistry, like really strong chemistry with them, I think that chemistry can elevate that sexual experience and make that sexual experience better than someone else that may quote unquote have the package for it but you know what That's I mean true. I think everybody connection has like, is yeah, you more important a, a and confidence like he needs mm-hmm. to be for me he got to be a confident sexual partner like you know willing to please willing to dom you know be dominant more so take the lead be open-minded um I feel like I guess kind of my non-negotiables but I'm pretty much though like a I'm a pleaser. So it's like, I'm more open to what they wanted. Like, I, I don't really have a whole bunch of things that I want to try or do. So I'm, I'm more so like, I'm, I'm open, right? I'll try mostly everything once. Now, if I don't like it, I'm gonna tell you like, nah, we ain't doing this no more. Um, but you know, yeah, as long as you open and you're not forcing me to do stuff that I've told you 
I tried it and I don't like it, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the clip which inspired this episode. I hope y'all can hear it. have a lot of slim pickings. The pickings for women are not as vast as the pickings for men. We are literally picking through a pile of shit when it comes to men. Let's just call a spade a spade. We are picking through men that don't equal up to what the fuck we looking for. Let's just put it out there because I'm tired of y'all with the bullshit. Either you fine as fuck and you ain't got no motherfucking job. Either you got a job and you ugly as fuck. <laughs> Either you don't have a lot of money but you got a big dick. Either we we trying to pick and choose through a lot of bullshit y'all bringing to the table. You don't have a car, but you got a good heart. You got a nine to five job, but you don't have bigger goals than that. We gotta listen. We trying to pick and choose the best out of a lot of bullshit. So y'all gotta cut us some motherfucking slack. So late later in the um I'll definitely uh post this on my page for you guys listening so y'all can hit a whole little video. But later on in the video, she goes on to talk about how she does want a man that's physically attractive, you know, got money and what was it? She just she wants you to be cute, big got dick. money and got a big dick and I just feel like it's so much more to a person than those three things that you should want in a, in a mate. Yeah. I've, I, you know, we talked about this video and like you said, this will spark this whole conversation. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, girl, I totally understand where she's coming from because as women, our pool is, is a lot smaller. It is, especially, you know, once you get to 30 plus you're fishing, it's a lot of options for men, but women, we don't have as many, but there are still options. And I think for women, um, first off, where are you shopping? You know, where are you looking? You know, where, where are you going? What, what, what environments are you in? Because if you're at the local bars, you're going to attract the local type of guys that may not have all of those qualities that you're looking for. So you need to first look into like, where are you shopping? Where are you at? Where are you positioning yourself to like meet these men? you know, with these qualities that you're looking for. And then two, you know, are you a woman of quality? Because if those are your basic needs from a man, a big dick, a job, an apartment, uh, you know, not cheating, I mean, mm, boo, like that's, I don't know, that's kind of basic to me. I mean, I'm not knocking her. And I, we all want things in that spectrum. But like I said, you kind of have to have like your, your like non-negotiables. And then what are you offering? Like, right, like if, that's all you're offering and that's probably you know you may only get a certain amount of those those qualities so that's that's just my take on it i think she needs to look at where like who like what type of guys is she talking to how is she meeting these men and she needs to like look at herself and see okay because you attract what you put out like i think you attract certain type of men because you are a certain type of woman like i'm very big on the laws of attraction i know me personally when I was, you know, out here not being the, the best of person, I was attracting some bad men, but I also was not that good of a woman. Like I was, you know, 
out here just having a good time and, you know, not really caring about people's feelings either. So if you're a good person and you have the right mindset and you're putting yourself in those right environments, I think that you will start attracting the right type of people. Now, the big dick thing, you ain't going to know that off the top. You're going to have to, you know, vet that out a little bit. But if you got everything else, you may have to compromise on that just a little bit, boo. That's that's my thing. Loretta, ain't you reading that uh, a book about attraction or whatever? I'm reading The Game of Desire by um, Shane Boudrum. And she's talking about, I think, I have to find the book, but just how to date as a single person, as a woman with dominance. Mm-hmm. And basically what I get, and I follow her on Instagram too. She's Shane Booty. I love her perspective because she comes with facts. But like y'all said, like there's more women to men. So dating is really hard right now, especially over 30. And mm-hmm. some of the things she said, we have experience, even though we have our standards, we have our non-negotiables. Along the way, we meet those type of men. So I, I feel her, but like you said, she has to, maybe she's attracting those type of people because she's in that place. Mm-hmm. She's in that pool. She, you know, she, yeah. and then she, she, like we talked about, men have more choices. They do. They just, statistically, they have more options, you know? Yeah, so yeah. how are you elevating yeah. yourself to get that man? Right. It's a competition. It is. It's Facts. a competition. It's a competition. Yeah, okay, it's go. Ahead. A competition. <laughs> it's a competition. So one of the things, like, because like we said, we can all agree with some of the things that she was saying, but to me, it was kind of like, okay, you saying that you want this kind of man or whatever? What are you, you know, putting out there? Because like you said, you're gonna attract what you put out. Mm-hmm. So what exactly, what, what qualities do you have that would make you a better pick, you know, besides the dude that got a car and ain't got no job or whatever the case that would put you in another bracket to be mm-hmm. like, I deserve a better man. So for yeah, me. Hold yourself to the same standards. Huh? Um, I'm sorry. I said just, you need to hold yourself to the same standards that you want to hold mm-hmm. people that you're dating to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, as far as it comes to dating, I think I am a good catch. You know, I I have my female friends that I'm a a good woman, you know. um, You know, I take care of myself. I try to keep myself up. You know, I slack here and there on the working out. But, you know, I I come through every now and again. You know, (laughs) I think I'm a pretty good, I'm pretty good with money. You know, I can travel. You know, I I can do whatever my heart's desire is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like, you know, it's it's all well and good when you're excelling at work and, you know, your, your side hustles are prospering. But it's kind of just like, you know, at the end of the day, you want to be able to share that with somebody and that person be on the same page as you. And so... Um, I know for me personally, in order to put myself in a position to meet the kind of man that I feel like I am due, um, you know, I feel like if left to my own devices, I may I may not choose the right person. And it's not saying that I don't have good um, judgment. Yeah, good judgment of character. But, you know, when you first meet somebody, you meet the representative. You don't necessarily meet the person who they truly are. 
you know, mm-hmm. right out fresh out the gate. So it's just like, okay, I'm going off of, okay, you fit the bill of some of the qualities that I say that I want. And as I get to know you further, I'm finding out, do you meet the rest of the qualities, you know? And so then you find out, no, that's not really the person for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So in my mind, now I'm, I'm still open to put myself out there to date, but I'm also open to allowing my friends to put me on as well. Like <laughs> you vetted this person, you know me, you know the kind of person I am. You know what I'm saying? You you know you have a single friend that could probably fit the bill. You know what I'm saying? Put me on. Just like Chas did with Kobe, you know, I appreciated that. Um, he was definitely not somebody that I would typically date, like if I met him on my own, but getting to know him, he fit the quality of man that I wanted. You know what I'm Whoa, saying? So, so, was, so, so, so chastity is a matchmaker. I told you. I- <laughs> Man, listen, you ain't never, you ain't never put me on nobody. <laughs> Real? You telling me that you got all these? I um, mean, I see. No, I, 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 I sent a couple pictures your way. I sent a couple pictures your way. Nah, John, John is a little picky. I've sent a couple pics his way. He a little picky. So I'm like, okay, I, I just haven't found the right mix yet for him. I, when Man, I come with a person, the, I come you, with the right person, okay? You be sending me the whole C. Leon off of uh, Color Purple, man. For real. Chastity will purposely send me a picture of someone that she knows that I'm not going to be fucking with. <laughs> and I'll be looking like, oh, okay. Nah, that no, that's not true. That's not yeah. true. I got you though. Now I want all my friends to be healthy, happy, and love and everything. I just wish somebody, you know, don't nobody try to hook me up though, but I'm 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 just gonna stay out of it. I'm not gonna say anything. But I you, I you know what it seemed like too with men and women in dating these days? It mm-hmm. seemed like back in the day, and I mean I can't speak, but I know I'm you know, it seemed like nowadays a lot of women are the aggressive. They're they're the mm-hmm. they're the man like uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, not the other way around. So exactly, a woman, you should not. And I know they'd be like, shoot your shot, all of that. Mm-hmm. No, you don't do that. He's mm-hmm. supposed to come to you. You don't go to him. And I think that's what is making men feel like, yeah, I got options, or yeah, I know she want me. I'm gonna put her like right. just women. I just feel like don't get to the point of desperation. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's necessarily desperation, but don't get to that point to where. You pitching yourself to them. It's not that's not how it's supposed to work. And if they feel that they get that little hint of desperation mm-hmm. from you, they're gonna take that and they're gonna run with it. And yeah, you do. Women gotta take their power back. That's just mm. it's this is just a lot of what I'm seeing. I can't say mm. it's definitely happening, but take your power back. Why have you a lot of women have given men this power because y'all so quick to jump, hop, skip when they say, take it back. Like that's why. You, that's why things is limited. Cause men mm-hmm. knowing this, what you won't do, this other woman will. So, yeah, there's a power in the P-U-S-S-Y. Okay, that's mm-hmm. why everyone's want to dress flat. Uh huh. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta speak up too, though. Yeah. Ain't no wrong. Ain't, ain't no wrong with raising your hand. I'm not saying <laughs> that you do Raise your hand up. Yeah. How she gotta raise her hand? I really like let I let mean, these single women I mean, know how do she What does that hand, hand raise look like, John? Right. What does right. that hand raise look like? It ain't nothing wrong with starting a conversation. 
Mm-hmm. If, you in, if you're in the same environment with someone mm-hmm. that you're attracted to, there's nothing wrong with starting that conversation first. Mm-hmm. And if and and if he is, you know, smart enough, he'll get the signals like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. let me see, you know, he'll right. yeah. But you gotta, I mean, the women that I know, my female friends that are married, they're a little bit more aggressive when it comes to raising their hand. They're not like they're not gonna they're not gonna admire somebody in their social circle or someone in the same environment with them and just you know not speak or not you know make a conversation with them. There's nothing wrong with making a conversation and none wrong with if if yeah. It, I mean, it all depends on what your personality is. I've and seen women. Fun. I've seen women send drinks before. You know, this. I don't think there's anything wrong I've with done that. that. Cause I'm gonna come and talk to you if you send me a drink. <laughs> just like, just like you gonna come talk to me if I send you a drink. So right. you know, it, it all depends on what you're comfortable doing. I mean, now, I'm not the type of person that's shy when it comes to meeting people. I have no problem being like, "Hi, my name is Coco." Like I know a lot of people be like, "How you be meeting dudes?" Cause I mean, I meet men everywhere, and uh-huh. they just be like, "How you be meeting these people?" And I just be like, you know. I just go over to them and I be like, hi, my name is Coco, you know, whatever. And it goes from there. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no problem with, you know, putting it out there like, hey, I'm attracted to you because you must know I'm attracted to you that I've approached you. It's what you do after I approach you that, you know. I think it's a game. It's a dance, right? Like, I think it's kind of what both John and Andrea kind of said. Like, you especially now in the 30s too you're dealing with a different pool of men especially too if you're an, a, a very accomplished woman you could come across that as intimidating, intimidating. to you know to some guys nah, like some some, some nah. men always tell me go raise your bitch hand. face like raise you look your hand. raise your hand <laughs> look as a man on the phone he's to raise your right hand now. y'all raise all it. the single raise ladies y'all gotta hand. raise y'all hand <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're in your thirties and you know that you're really serious about settling down and finding your husband, if if you know someone in your social circle, if you know someone in that in your environment fits the script, you raise your hand. Why are you playing? Don't play. For what? For real. No, I agree. I agree with him. You're gonna you, be mad. You're gonna be don't mad be thirsty, every, right? No, don't, don't be thirsty. Don't be thirsty. Don't don't be thirsty. Be, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah. You, but you may have to shoot the first shot, like indirectly. You may have to. Man, listen, you ain't got to shoot no shot. All you have to do is start the conversation. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Because more times than not, that is shooting your shot, though. Starting that conversation. Listen, (laughs) we'll be oblivious to a woman that's really interested in us. We won't even be paying her no attention. So, Mm -hmm. just starting a conversation might be, you know, I think it's a, it's a, it's a very good piece of advice for you know, a woman that, that knows that she's trying to, you know, settle down. Okay. Raise your hand. Raise, Raise your, your hand. hand sis. Take away. Key takeaways from the podcast. Raise your hand, lady. <laughs> yes. Amen. Raise your hand, sis. If you see that man that you interested in, it ain't no wrong with going to speak him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's facts, speak. too. Just speak. Don't, don't. Hi. Hi. You get, all you got to say is, hi, how are you? Who invited you here? Just ask them who invited them here. That's it. That's now that starts the conversation. You're not. You don't have to tell them that you like them, that you think he's looks like this, or you heard this about him. All you got to do is ask them, "How are you? Who invited you?" Yeah, that's it. Okay. 
and, and, and in your thirties, and and I and I'll say this: in your thirties, for a woman, like the competition for y'all. Well, I mean, I agree. The competition with women is so steep. It's so steep. Like you're you're competing with women that are in y'all thirties, and you're competing with women that are in their twenties too. So it's like, yeah, like all of that sitting back in the couch and cutting, you know, praying to God that He sends you this type of person. That shit is dead. He said women in their thirties and their twenties. Y'all competing with women in their forties too, because they they hitting up Doctor mm-hmm. Miami oh, more yeah, than the listen, young girls is. Listen, baby. The, one, the ones, yes. the ones in their forties. Come on mm-hmm. now, the ones in their forties. Listen, they gonna come right up to you and, and say, "Hey, look, what's up? Uh, when do you want to?" Yeah, they they got a different type of game in their forties. So it's you know you you I think literally you know if you want to be happy. Um, and you want to, you know, have a family and get married and all of that stuff. Like you got to make your, you got to make your happy ending. You got to create your own story. Facts. Facts. Well, I have a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Since we're in that, we're in the era of social media. What do y'all think about dating, um, using apps, dating apps? Oh, that's a good question. So for me, this is Chaz. I am a hundred percent an advocate for online dating. I think it's a great way for people to meet other people because everybody is online, right? Like, so the platform, like where everyone is, is represented, it's not taboo anymore. It's not weird. It's not this crazy thing. Personally though, I've never done it. <laughs> I'm an advocate for it, but I personally have never dated online. I've never used any dating app before. And it's only simply just because, um, I'm a very social person. So I social media network, whatever in person, like I go to conferences, I go to different meetings. Like I'm just always kind of meeting people. So I just haven't had the need to, to, to really use that yet. But I, I am definitely, you know, an advocate for people who don't go out, who don't meet people, who, who don't know people who don't have a good circle. Maybe they don't know men in the caliber, you know, the, the, the caliber they want to date they don't know those type of men or they don't have friends that know those type of men. So they absolutely should be on dating apps. So right now for me, um, dating apps is, it's okay if I want to look in a, a different location, but geographically where I'm located at right now, the pool is not as far as like dating, dating sites or whatever. It's not, the kind of man I want ain't on there. So, you know, at this point, I have to be open to being in a long distance relationship if I want to date. Right. I mean, what what do you mean? What do you mean by the, the kind of man that you want is, isn't on there? So, John, are you on the date nap? Huh? You said are, what? Are you, on, are you on date naps? Oh, yeah, I'm with it. I, I'm, I'm with that. I like it. All right. And he's a quality man. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. Not so you may be missing your it's, beat, Coco. There's a it's a whole different type of quality. I mean, woman. and not to say I'm not I'm, on, I'm, I'm on dating apps because I am. Um, it's just the like I said, geographically where I'm at, it's oh, not a big pool of black men to choose from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> 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 Like I I have nothing against dating outside the race, but if I am to date someone that is not black, 
I want to meet them organically. I need to see fresh out the gate, like, you know, what what is your personality like? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need to see the other attributes that you have with my own eyes and not just from a dating app. Like, I would rather meet meet that person organically just through physical interaction. Like, um, and and because of the job that I have, I have a lot of white men to choose from. But um, you know, because I've never dated a white man, it's not as easy. I will say it's not as easy for me to approach a white man as it is for me to approach a black man. Um, but it would be somebody that I'm in constant interaction with if I was to date outside of my race. Um, yeah, I guess and women do need to be open to dating outside of their race, I guess. And when I well, when I say, oh, let me slow down. I think women need to be open. So African-American women need to be open to dating, first dating black men, maybe that aren't African-American if they haven't maybe seen, uh, um, success in dating you know african-american men so maybe it's a black man from the caribbean from africa from somewhere else um because a lot of those men sometimes do check a lot of boxes that us african-american women are looking for and i think that sometimes we either get afraid or oh they're gonna be controlling or oh they're gonna be crazy or oh i'm gonna have to move to africa or whatever like you know maybe just at least give it a trial before maybe transitioning to a whole nother race but be happy i'm not here to judge nobody but that's just my that's just my two cents i mean i'm open to to dating um african guys i mean being close to london like it's a lot of you know it's it's a big african community here it's a big um caribbean community here so the option is there it's just not in my immediate area. So I would have to travel like two and a half hours to get to those type of men. You know, and right now I'm not allowed to go to London, you know, just because of the pandemic. But, um, you know, I, I am open to to dating other than African-American men. Because um, clearly all, all your friends didn't, didn't jump ship, girl. <laughs> Yeah, we all on the same boat. We all black, so it is what it is. But I'm just saying, I think that there has definitely been a rise of African American women that have been open to it, more open to it now than than before. Because I remember before, uh, because I've dated African guys before, and you know, when friends used to tease me like about it, like, why would you date an African guy? Like, that's stupid, or you know, he's gonna be controlling. Oh, he's a guy just like any other guy right but he just mm-hmm. probably has a different mindset he actually has two parents he actually um is successful you know so it's like unfortunately and it's not any of our men's fault because they just have a whole different um plate or you know cards like that they're dealt right so that's unfortunate and i'm definitely all about empowering all black men you know but you just black so it don't matter where you're from in my opinion <laughs> Them, them Caribbeans, though, I don't know about them. Them, them ex And then I travel, too, so, you, you know, you, you guys travel. You're going to oh, meet what's, what's, all so types of wrong, men. What's, what's wrong with the Caribbeans? They some whores. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> men. Hmm. That, that are men. No, you can't, you can't say that because I think all men have a propensity to be promiscuous. 
For sure. Absolutely. And that's African American, that's sure. white men, that's Mexican men. I, 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 I feel like some cultures some cultures are more accepting though of the promiscuity than others. So like like people said, mm-hmm. West Indian men or Caribbean, Jamaican, you tend to deal with a different mm-hmm. uh element sometimes when you're dating them. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. True. But then I always try to look at it from a very objective point of view. Is that the natural state of men? And we in the Western society have conditioned men to think like being with one woman is the right way to go. And if you don't, you're some type of very demon true. or dog. Right? Very true. Very true. Cause that's natural in the in the animal kingdom. You see, in men, he got multiple women. I've I've definitely um, toyed with the idea of being open to um, an open relationship, possibly, but I, I've I've not fully come around to the to that whole concept. I ain't there. It's yet. hard. I I think it's very difficult, especially coming from this you know this society where we're conditioned to think you know monogamy um is the right way and i hear so many women like oh he a dog or he not loyal he this and this well i mean if he was honest with you and he told you would that make it better you know or if he was just real with you like from the beginning like hey i'm a good man i do all these things i'll take care of you i'll take care of my family we can build together we can grow together i got great sex but you know what i do i probably will have multiple women Maybe just two, maybe just three. We'll we'll cap it. Would you be okay with that? I've I've That's had someone was honest about it. I've I've had say that some ask me that before. Uh basically like, you know, me and you have our thing, but is it okay if I dip out and I go see Mary from time to time? And <laughs> this is when I was younger, a little bit more gullible, and I was like, sure. You know, but then I don't think that's being gullible. That's being open minded. Because I think most young people would have said no off the bat. Like they would have been like, "Hell no!" You know what I mean? I think Mm. the fact that you even thought about it that doesn't make you gullible. You tried it. Did you like it? We we didn't make it. We we didn't make it to the point where uh, you know we was putting that the action. We was putting it into action Uh, because I was still I was hesitant a little bit about it you know what i'm saying because it's not a normal setup to be like um you know yeah 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 you can go you can go do your thing you know da 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 da. but like i said it's i'm not fully closed off to it but i don't know if i'm fully open to it either it's a hard pill to swallow for women, mm. period. I don't think any woman would be just like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Like, do your thing. And then, because most men don't want you to do your thing, you know, and I have to just only mess with you, right? I don't mm. think any, most women, I'm not saying that some women, may, if the man has money and the woman doesn't really love him like that, and she's just with him for the money, she's going to be okay with that. Like, right, like, have another woman. That's fine, because I don't have to spend time with you, right? Mm. Like, that's less time I'm obligated to have to Mm-hmm. You said what? I said I disagree. I feel like from my perspective, and this I'm speaking only for myself, be honest mm-hmm. with me. Like, if we're coming into a situation and we're in a relationship, if you want to see other people or you want to have sex with somebody else, let me know. And then mm-hmm. from there, I can tell you exactly what I want to do. 
if I want to stay with right. you or or not. Well, I definitely Maybe not exclusive anymore. I think being given the option is the best case scenario mm-hmm. in the situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be willing to communicate and be open to that conversation. Hmm? You got to be open to that conversation too and be honest. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I definitely understand, like, being open to the, and that's, that goes back to that whole communication, like, being able to verbally say what it is that you want, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I will say that, give me the option. You know what I'm saying? Give me the option before you just go do your thing. Like, allow me to decide if this is what I want to be a part of. Right. Absolutely. You got to be honest about it. You can't just be out here, um, you know, just not being honest because then that creates other issues, other, like, underlying Mm. problems in the relationship. But, no, I mean, I I personally think, like, when I was, you know, in my 20s dating, I had a very fantastical viewpoint on dating where, you be with one person, you you guys are both faithful to each other, you live happily ever after, you don't have any problems, like, there's not gonna be any issues, you know what I mean, like, so, I think now that I've experienced life, I've experienced, you know, life in different um, spectrums, I've experienced dating before, I kind of know what's out here, I kind of have outlined different traits that I've seen in men, a lot of men, for the most part, unfortunately, ladies, like, they want more than one woman, now, some of them will act on it and some of them won't, but most of them do. Like, it, it is what it is. And I'm just at the point where I'm not saying that I'm okay with it or I'm like, oh, yeah, sign me up for, you know, that situation. But I'm at least more open-minded now to it if you can, I guess, at least sell me on the benefits of, like, that I will get from it. Or or how would this work? Like, how will we how will we actually execute on this, like, given what we both want in a relationship? And that's just kind of where I stand with it. I don't know. Have you guys read um, A Black Man's Guide to Understanding a Black Woman by, um, Shah- I think her name is um, Shaharazad Ali. Mm-hmm. She she wrote it back in the 90s, but it's a really good book. And she was very controversial, though, in the 90s, because she was basically for men. Like, not for them, but, but just basically telling women, like, look, this is what men do. Ladies, like, you're going to have to just, you know, accept it or, oh, I, or, or be okay with being single. I, I do not like, like mm-hmm. those books where it's like, like, I don't care for Steve Harvey act like a, whatever man think mm-hmm. like, a, act like a lady think like a man or a woman telling you to me, everybody is different. And mm-hmm. what, in, in our society, it's so easy to sell a dream, sell an image, sell anything. Like on social media, everybody is selling themselves. Uh, half of what you see is not what is perceived. So I think the what a lot of people go wrong is comparing what somebody else has to what they have or thinking like, I see, I see Will and Jada. I want what Will and Jada got. We don't really know what Will and Jada got because they just ain't exposed that to us because that's their marriage. It ain't for everybody to see. Like, really, you have to just do your own thing. Even when you with somebody like, a lot of us go wrong by leaning on our friends, telling them all our relationship business. And I made that mistake early on in my marriage. I feel like talking to people about things and it's, I'm telling you, it's not for nobody else. It's for you and that person. Cause when you go letting everybody else come on in and get a opinion and give you advice, that's when stuff go left. So I think 
we have to just really do what's best for me because what might be my preference might not be that person's preference and maybe you are a woman that's okay being with a man that's with you and xyz but you don't have to let everybody know that or you know you know it ain't like i just feel like people just really need to do their own thing everything is not a viral video for social media or everything is not to be accepted or liked by everybody Mm -hmm. like because I say all the time, when I got married young, everybody's like, what the hell? What you doing this, that, and the third? But I did what I wanted to do. Like, now, black love and marriage and all of that, like, now it's promoted, and now it's okay. But there was a time where people was like, I ain't getting married, or I don't want to do this, or I don't want to do that. Like, just always do what you want to do. And a lot of people don't want to be married. They okay being with this person for the rest of their life without without getting married. Because to some people, it's just um, a piece of paper. Like do what you want to do. What, like, what works best for you? Facts. Facts. So. Okay. Hmm. I said a word. Okay, Drea. (laughs) Facts. Um. Facts. Um. You know, I think we covered all the talking points for the episode. Are there like any? final words that y'all would like to say, you know, as far as advice when it comes to projecting what you want in a mate? I guess I'll go first. (laughs) Um, I would just say, you know, write down the things that you want, like actually verbalize it, but not only that, write it down, maybe even video, you know, record yourself telling, telling yourself what you actually want in a you know in a man and you know have your none non-negotiables have things that you're absolutely not going to bend on so have your standards um but you know like we talked about make sure you're matching those standards like you can't ask for what you're not willing to kind of put out there and just be positive and you know i again believe in the laws of attraction and all of that so just making sure that you are putting yourself out there to attract and receive that type of man and just being open that's all I have. This is Chaz. <laughs> Jerry. Uh, well, I guess what I would say is just be true to yourself. Um, really know, know yourself, know who you are. Um, Cause in life we want different things at different points in our lives. Um, so just mainly be in touch with yourself so that you can know what it is. You truly want um, your own desires. Um, and yeah, don't ask for nothing that you ain't giving in return. Uh-oh, here comes Zuri with her commentary too. But <laughs> but yeah, just be true to you um, and hold your guns. Don't tolerate, you know, don't go for less than what you feel like you deserve. But also, you know, do that self-reflection, manifest it. Um, I guess go raise your hand. You know, don't <laughs> don't be deaf. <desperate. laughs> Raise your hand. <laughs> put yourself out there. I think you do have to put yourself out there, and um, yeah, make yourself happy. Loretta, um, I think my final words would be: figure out what you want and hold yourself to that same standard. And um, maybe don't settle for genuine. Don't settle for connections that are not genuine. Like if you're, if this person doesn't make you laugh or make you happy, um, maybe eliminate those people evaluate your relationships and be uh, mindful and cautious of who you allow in your space that's it john 
Yeah, I would say, uh, you know, when you when you when you see something that, that you're interested in, you know, don't be afraid to, to speak up and start a conversation. And, you know, when you when you do find someone that that has, you know, things that you like and values is some of the same things that you like, you know, just keep other people out your business and create your own happy ending. All right. So my final words on this subject is, you know, you definitely have to self-evaluate what it is that you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? And if you feel like what you're bringing to the table is good, seek that in the person that you want to be with. You know what I'm saying? Be open to possibly I'm not going to say not getting what you want or settling, but understanding that whoever you end up with may not check all the boxes. But the things that you find non-negotiable, stick to those things, you know, because some things can be worked, some things can be taught and be open to that. So that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Kiki and with Coco. I appreciate you guys for tuning in as always and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.